tell you little bananas and welcome to episode 113 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats and today I'm in Fort Lewis Studios joined by Carrie. It's fall but it feels like we're living in a island paradise. <laughs> I was gonna say hell but <laughs> island paradise sounds better. Yes. Well that's that's uh, alluding to what we and, got coming up um, here later in the show which should be fun. Uh, but it is not like 90 degrees out, so... Uh, it's 83 degrees. Oh, okay. All right. Down. It calmed down a little bit. Um, I went to Starbucks a couple of hours ago in a sweatshirt and a pair of shorts, so clearly it wasn't that hot. Um, and I got a compliment on my sweatshirt. Oh, nice. What sweatshirt was it? Um, just a Kentucky Pharmacy sweatshirt. Okay. I mean, it's not fancy, but... Gotcha. Know, cute enough. All right. Um, so, yeah. Did you, get, you, did you get a PSL? I thought about it. Did I you truly really? thought about it because I thought it's officially fall and I have not had one, but um, I didn't want to have that much sugar. And I know you can't like you can't avoid sugar at Starbucks ever or any, you, unless you got black. Coffee. Right there, you go. That's where I was getting ready That's to say literally that or like cold brew, which I'll get on occasion with sugar-free uh, vanilla syrup. But I got what I get. Oh, I got a medicine ball because my throat was a little scratchy. What's a medicine ball? It's the honey citrus mint tea. Okay. But it's their jade tea and then some other kind of tea and then it's steeped in lemonade and then it hmm. has a little bit of honey in it. Yeah. You, it's supposed to be for like when you don't feel well. Not that I don't feel well, right. but like, you know, it's, if you listen to GBS and you heard Barb, sometimes I get a little Barbie as well here, so... <laughs> Yeah, I was feeling a little tickle in the throat. Allergies will get you this Plus, time of year. Plus, it's just like a hot tea in the afternoon sometimes. That's well, it's very British. Yeah. Very uh, very British. <laughs> I got a little scone, <laughs> so it was super British. How tiny are their mini scones? They look like little, um, you know, you make like the little paper footballs. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. Like okay. Like a little triangle. Okay. All right. I don't know. A little smaller than that. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But All right. for you guys that can't see, because this is... We'll say it's the size of a mini moon pie. Okay. A little smaller. Mm. But yeah, it's, I mean, they're petite scones, so gotcha. they're like mini scones. Yeah. But That's a good afternoon snack. Yeah. A little afternoon tea. A little sweet, a little a little tea. You gotta get the hell out of your house at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took a whole 10 minutes out of my day right. to go there and come Yeah, because that's right, because Starbucks is literally, that's on Boston Road, right? Yeah, is that the one? That's the yeah. one you go to, so it does. It takes you, what, five minutes to get there? Yeah, I was gonna order it online and go inside, but then it was, like, ready in three to six minutes. Like, oh, no one's there. Might as well just drive through the drive-thru. Yeah. And they're all very nice. Oh, that's good. Good. Uh, and then I was gonna be... I thought it was like really clever too for a second because I was looking at the PSL and it had like an option to add chai and I was like, ooh, chai and pumpkin. I bet that would be good. And then I flipped over to go to the like regular chai drink and they already have it. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's like a, it's like a iced chai latte with pumpkin cold foam. You talk about a spice bomb yeah because their chai is already pretty spicy yeah wow chai, I, I mean yeah their chai. chai spicy on its own it's just yeah. wow yeah and it depends mm. on what like whose chai you get mm. um like some like starbucks and the tazo it's pretty spicy i've had some that aren't as spicy i've had others that are very spicy but theirs is like really good right in the middle if you like 
somewhat of a like wintry mm-hmm. spicy that's the only time i like those kind of spices okay. i want to say how many times i can say spices <laughs> i just really like cardamom that's all yeah because that um I'm, at the void they had a chai sake mm-hmm. that was actually pretty good if i recall i don't know if they still have it because it's been forever ago since i've been down there but um yeah i feel like or did we have we had the coconut chai the coconut and, chai uh, yeah it was disgustingly gross that's right i'm not a, the biggest coconut yeah fan, yeah so and it was warm. I can handle chai on, on some stuff. Um, I don't know about a giant chai tea. I love chai. When I'm being a real basic bee, mm. and it's not in the fall time, mm-hmm. chai latte, okay. iced chai latte. So are you a fan of milk? Do you take milk and sugar in your tea, just like regular tea? Um, sugar, but no milk. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not super huge on the like English breakfast teas or whatever, but when I was like... I guess probably a teenager there was a lady that worked with my mom and she was like british and like from england and she would invite us over to her house sometime and she would make like like have tea and crumpets and do like the whole like traditional like english tea thing so okay that was good but i don't I don't drink a lot of milk and i really don't only time i drink milks when i have lattes and that's non-fat milk okay yeah, so I'm a big loser. I can't. I don't. The others just have to be calories. That's fair. Too much fat. Yeah. And I don't want to waste my calories on milk. Right. And when you start just, when you start looking at some of those Starbucks drinks, and, or even like a Dunkin' Donuts type drink, I think um, Sean was talking about this one drink that Dunkin' Donuts has that has like 3,000 freaking calories or something crazy yeah. in one drink. I have, you have to be careful, which is why I don't like really, I just have two to three like regular drinks that I'll get there throughout the year. Like I'll get I'll get the coat coke oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. The hillbillies here. <laughs> I'll get a code brew. <laughs> so I'll either get a cold brew or an uh iced coffee and just put like a sugar free sweetener in that. Like the sugar free vanilla is really good. So that's like five calories. Or I'll get a skinny vanilla latte, which is non-fat milk, and then a little bit of foam and sugar-free vanilla. Or sometimes I'll treat myself to a medicine ball Mm -hmm. or a chai latte. So that's really all I get because everything at Starbucks, it's not even that it's that outrageous of calories. The sugar content is off the chart. That's the thing is that sugar will kill you. Even in the medicine ball, I had like 30 grams of sugar in it. Wow. And I was like... I don't really don't want that much sugar, but I really want a tea, yeah. and I don't want to make it. Yeah, that's that's like that. That's what that's what'll get you. But that some of those drinks are ca- calorie heavy, though. Like some yeah, of those, if you're getting a frap, a frap, or in some of those frozen drinks, or mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be careful too with how many PSLs you suck down during PSL season, yeah, right? I because those will those will add up for sure. My go to when when I go to Starbucks, well, if I was going to get like a what I would call a frou frou coffee drink. Um, would be a non-fat caramel macchiato. Mm. That would be my go-to. Anymore, though, I'm just like, just give me a flipping black coffee and I'm leaving, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like, I'd get a cold brew and it'd be like, whoa, I'd feel like Cornholio for a second, but now it just tastes the same as the coffee to me. But um, it's a good one. I had the cold brew with um, the pumpkin foam on it last week and... You can't even taste the pumpkin in the foam. Yeah, what's the point out. of that? That doesn't, like, it seems like foam would be, like, foam is flavorless anyway. Well, Adding flavor to foam is not going to really change it. 
it's probably better like on a hot drink, honestly. But it just maybe it was a bad batch of it. I don't know. But I've had it before and it tastes good. And they put like the um, pumpkin spice like mm-hmm. spice mix thing on yeah. top. Hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes the foam and cold brew is kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's my Starbucks journey. <laughs> I used to drink every single ounce of sugar they had in there, and now I'm like, yeah, you can tell I'm getting old. I'm just like, well, how much sugar is in this stuff? And I've cut a lot of sugar out. I mean, I don't know how much it's helping me, but I've I've cut a lot out. We've cut a lot out. I mean, in, I, yeah, we've cut a lot out here in the house. Obviously, still eat some, but you can't avoid it in some foods. Yeah, some things you can't avoid it, but you, but I'm not eating a candy bar every day. I was gonna say, go yeah, to Starbucks every morning and stuff like that. You can avoid putting extra. Yeah. You can avoid getting extra sugar. Yep. That's for sure. We'll just drink chemicals at my house. Like. Yeah. So speaking of like sugar, fat, <laughs> calories, carbs. carbs. Yeah, I think we need to we need to talk about the special place we went <laughs> uh, last week. Just specifically for this show, for content. Yes. Can you believe Carrie's never been to this restaurant. Well, no, that's not true. I have. But it was in the 90s, and it was in Las Vegas. Carrie's so. never been to this restaurant <laughs> in the past 30 years. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, uh, yeah, um, so, Sarah, so, you know, UK played at noon last week, and we talked about how we couldn't, you know, the brunch thing was kind of being put on hiatus because of the f- football season, right? Mm-hmm. And Sarah's like, hey, you want to try to catch brunch before the game? And I was like, yeah. I was thinking, well, I don't know, because 11 o'clock, and that's really close to kickoff. And that's what I was thinking. And then it dawned on me. I was like, we should go to this place that we have talked about on this show before, <laughs> that I have disparaged on this show before. And uh, we should just go there and eat, and just it'll be content, content. And it, it was. We got a lot. We got some good content out of this place yeah, for I sure. Think so. Yeah. So, would you like to tell everybody where we went? Yeah. Um, this is. Uh, I can't believe this is coming out of this podcast with just the two of us. But we went to the Cheesecake Factory because. Well, we will say you've never been to the one here. No, I haven't never been to the one here. In no. Lexington, at the mall. Yeah, no, and and maligned its opening and all the people who waited four the hours. Mall. and Fayette Yeah, Fayette Mall, no. I've never been to the Fayette Mall location. Um, yeah, I went to one, and I think it was, we went to Vegas in 1998, and we ate at one. So it has been 25 years. Yeah, okay. yeah, just about. So, uh well, the, one of the reasons I've never been to haven't been to one since then is because there hasn't been one around here. I'm not driving to Louisville to go cheese. I think <laughs> I think there's been one in Louisville for quite a, some oh, time. Oh, since I was like in high school, probably. Yeah. So I'm not driving to Louisville to eat at the Cheesecake Factory. And frankly, when it opened here, it was such a to do that I was like, I'm never. I'm not going to go eat at a chain that people are losing their minds over. Yeah, you had to get reservations for the first two or three years that it was here. That's insane. Now you can just walk in. Oh yeah, we just walked in. But they're not hurting for business, I would say. Well, and it was a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I'll say it was a Tuesday. And I ran into a coworker there, which was really funny. Yeah, and there there were people there. Yeah, there were legitimately people there. Um, I I don't know. You've eaten there more recently than I have. Yeah, um, sometimes if I'm feeling like really indulgent or like kind of like in a meh mood, like I need to pick me up, I'm going to order the Cheesecake Factory from DoorDash. But um, yeah, I don't, I would probably, I probably DoorDash it more often than I go there. But yeah, it's a, it's an elaborate looking uh, spectacle on the inside for like no reason, I feel like. 
Yeah, so the menu is obnoxious. Like it is, I looked at it online, but looking at it online doesn't do it justice when you have the book of the Cheesecake Factory in front of you. It's like a Bible. At the table, right? Um, I, I looked and looked and looked and I cannot find it. But for some reason, Stuart had a Cheesecake Factory menu in his belongings when we cleaned out his apartment. I kept it. I know that I didn't throw it away because, I mean, it's hilarious, right? There was no way I was going to get rid of it. I just don't know where it is in this house right now. Where it is, where I thought it was, it is not. Um, Because I was going to get it out and look to see if we thought the menu was smaller, bigger, or same as the current Cheesecake Mm. Factory menu. Because that thing, I mean, between... All the regular stuff on there, and now I guess they have this new skinny menu because they have notoriously been known for oh, having just skinny delicious. Yeah, they have been notoriously known. They have been notoriously known for having just calorie bombs, right? Well, if you'll notice, most I don't of their think entrees. The, I don't think the skinny delicious menu is much better. It's probably not. I think they shave a cool thousand calories off but that's because the other foods are like over 2,000 calories so honestly if you're gonna go there you might as well just what why are you yeah just throw it all away right just forget your diet or forget calorie counts or whatever you know if you're gonna go there just go all out although i think i did decide that i got out of there under 2,000 calories for the sitting because i only ate half of my meal which i always do and take the other half home and i only had part of my cheesecake which then subsequently got switched up with carrie's cheesecake which was a bit of a bummer because i was really interested in mine but yours was good too i I was i really was interested in mine i wanted (laughs) i I was really looking forward to to the one that i got when i opened it and ate it and i was like because when i got home (laughs) i'm not and i will eventually tell you what flavor that i had but when i got home I had gotten a piece for John because I was being nice. I got him key lime cheese because he likes key lime pop. Mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, I got the raspberry, white chocolate raspberry cheesecake, right? Or blueberry? No, it was raspberry, white chocolate oh. raspberry. And uh, he took a bite of it and he like didn't say anything, right? <laughs> he was just like, he just really didn't. He's like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and he didn't realize <laughs> there were no raspberries in it? So the next day I go to eat it. Or eat just because I think it's I, I ate it over the course of the next like two days because mm-hmm. I just was eating a little bit. I didn't want to eat the whole bit or whatever. Anyway, so I take a bite of it. And I'm like, this is peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, I had the ad. Hold on, I guess I should look it up. And John John goes, uh, I didn't want to say anything last night, but yeah, I thought it wasn't. It was peanut butter. It wasn't white chocolate raspberry. And I thought, why didn't you say something? <laughs> And then it was determined that, yes, the waiter had indeed given us the wrong boxes uh, to go, which we didn't look in. When he handed it to us, we we just put them to the side and didn't look at them. But, yes, Sarah had the some peanut butter thing. Adam's peanut butter fudge ripple cheesecake, but I think it has an even longer name than that. Okay. It was Um, pretty, it was good. I, you know, I'm not opposed to peanut butter. It's just not the one that I ordered. Same. And I'm not opposed to fruity um, cheesecakes either, but I also did not order that and was expecting my little mousse of peanut butter, (coughs) excuse me, to be on there. And then I was like, oh man. And I noticed it that night, but honestly, I didn't want to be like, Hey, they switched our cheesecake up. You want to meet halfway across town and switch them back? <laughs> but um, I figured that would be silly, so 
I just hate it. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> and then I texted Sarah. I was like, yeah, they obviously mix up her cheesecakes. And she was like, yeah, I already ate yours. It was good. <laughs> just had a craving. So, so you I know, that, that was what it was. It was no big deal or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's when you're anticipating something. Yeah, I mean. And then it's not that thing, right? Right. It's not like it was laden with something I couldn't eat yeah. or anything. Because that would make me really, really sad. Um, and I might have just ordered another piece from DoorDash because it's expensive enough. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I thought that the appetizer was the best thing that we had. The fried mac and cheese. Yes, balls. the fried mac and cheese balls. That was Sarah's recommendation because I was like, I'm looking at you for the appetizers because I haven't mm-hmm. been here in 25 years or whatever. So yeah, that that was really good. That they were nice. They were fried on the outside. They were creamy on the inside. Those were actually they were good. They were. They were I, sitting on top of a bed yeah. of marinara. I, I I enjoyed those very much. Mm-hmm. The rest of the meal was pedestrian, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Um, you know, chain food. it's chain food. It was fine for chain food. I think I had the tomato basil pasta with chicken. I think they gave me like five pieces of chicken. It wasn't very much chicken. Mm. It really wasn't. Yeah. I personally steer clear of their pasta, but I steer clear of a lot of people's pasta. I'll only eat it at certain places. Yeah, and and it, and it was it was again it was fine. It was fine for what it was. It didn't taste bad, but like I've made better dishes like that from Blue Apron. You know that were that were more flavorful. Yeah, I probably made ramen that was more flavorful. Yeah, honestly, but um. I like I got the well because I go more often I know what I like to get, so I got the Cuban sandwich. It's pretty good. It's like actually like pressed under a panini press, and it's a greasy as all get out. But it's because it's covered in butter, like all griddled up and stuff. But it's good. It looks good. It's a serviceable Cuban sandwich. It was huge. Yeah, I ate the other half of it for lunch the next day, and their fries are decent. Like. I, there's only two or three like actual food items I'll eat from there because mm-hmm. the rest of the things I've tried just don't taste like anything. Like I've had the fish and chips and it literally tasted like nothing. Hmm. So and I I literally drowned it in salt and that didn't help. It was a weird experience. But that and then their flatbread pizza is actually pretty good. But other than that, it's a hard to the menus. It's obviously way too big. Stupid big. Like just pick two to four pages of the menu and do those really well like like spice them up put some flavor in there like give somebody a reason to live some right. flavor in these foods uh, i guess i don't understand the the gimmick or the appeal of having a menu that's the size of war and peace yeah you know i just i, I don't i don't get that like you're supposed to th- that th- your thing like i, w- I get that if you want to have a like 150 cheesecake offerings yeah. you know which they don't make in houses are made in a factory in north carolina just fyi <laughs> and shipped to cheesecake factories all over the country still decent cheesecake though um but yeah i don't i don't understand why the menu is so big i don't get it and my qu- big question is and i'm sure that you'll know yeah you may find out be able to find out this information on the internet so i haven't looked that hard but there i just don't see how Everybody who works in that kitchen can know how to cook everything. Yeah. Because that menu is so stupid big. Like, my theory is that they have groups of people who are in charge of certain parts of the menu. 
right? Like you got your sandwich people, your pasta people. I, I And I don't even know how many people are in the kitchen because again, that menu is so huge. Yeah. I mean, I had to have it. I would imagine they have a huge kitchen. Um, can you see part? Could we, were you we can. sitting across from yeah. the kitchen? I thought we, we were. were. Yeah. At least they have that, like an open concept kitchen, but like. I mean, I didn't see anybody cooking at it. Maybe they do the real cooking behind the scenes. I don't know. And, you know, if somebody asked me to go again, like if somebody really wanted to go, I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, you know, and I would probably try something different. Yeah. Um, Because I was torn between that pasta dish and the chicken parm sandwich. The chicken parm sandwich probably would have been better. Right. In hindsight, just because they do sandwiches pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody, but I'm not, I'm not going to choose to go there on my own again. Yeah. Probably ever. <laughs> yeah, I have to be like in a real weird mood. Like, honestly, I could eat it right now, but I could eat anything right now. I don't know why I'm so hungry, um, but I am. And that's just, sometimes I get in the mood for that stuff and sometimes it like sounds like the grossest thing on the face of the earth. So, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm probably lean more towards leave it than take it. But like I said, if, if somebody was like wanted to go and asked me to go, I probably would go. I wouldn't say no. I'm not going. Good cheesecake though, right? Yeah, I mean decent yeah. for a factory in North Carolina made <laughs> cheesecake. Well, to be fair, it is called the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. Oh, that is that is a good point that nobody's ever said. <laughs> Usually people are just like, like, you know that 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 cheesecake is made in a factory in North Carolina. But that's a really good point, sir. I mean, it's right in the name. So did is, did someone think they were making them like on site in the back? Because, you know, I think there's just like you said, a factory turning them out there. There is. Yeah. And you can buy a, a whole cheesecake from them. Not sure why you would. But uh, how much is that? Do you know? I believe it's. Because someone told me recently, one of my friends told me that they contemplated, or that they took their family to Cheesecake Factory for one of their kids' birthday, and that her husband was wanting to just buy a whole cheesecake because there were six of them, and it was cheaper to like um, get. I can't remember if it was cheaper to get individual pieces or not, but aren't they like sixty dollars or something? Well, I can tell you, you can get an assortment. Apparently, they sell the Cheesecake Factory at home for twenty bucks at Walmart. Yeah, but you can get them at the restaurant, too. I'm going to look on DoorDash, because it'll, it'll be, like, more expensive on DoorDash. That's the other thing, too. You know, they... Let's see. Here's their website. Uh, doesn't have prices. Because, of course, it doesn't. No. What's a 10-inch original going to run me? I got to start an order. Sure. Well, I know that a piece, depending on which kind you get, is between ten and twelve dollars a piece. But I want to say that it was like fifty or sixty bucks for a cheesecake. I'm not sure. Okay. It's I mean, on- then if if I was going to do that, I would just go to Walmart and get the Cheesecake Factory at home for twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean it's decent. I've had that cheesecake before. I mean, it's coming out of oh, the same factory, right? Let's see. If we wanted to get just... Which one do you want? You want your Basque cheesecake or get the, the original? Just get the plain. Just get the original. The what plain is fifty eight ninety five. I'm going to Walmart. And it's a 10-incher. But you can get the the strawberry one, $68. Get out. Yeah. That's the... Yep. Yeah, that was the most expensive one. But they range... Most of them are $65. If you want one that's got any flavor. Yeah, I just go to Walmart then. Yeah, oh, the if you got a tray of tiramisu cake, that's $69. Up top, my brother. Yeah, it's too expensive. 
Yeah, it's probably, well, I just wonder how many slices you get out of that, though. 10-inch cheesecake? I guess it depends on how thin you cut them, how small you cut them. Yeah, well, if you were to buy it at the restaurant, they probably have it already pre-cut. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't know if it would be like six or eight pieces or what. So, I mean, if you had a party of six or eight people, it might be worth just buying the whole cheesecake when pieces are averaging $10 a piece. You know? Yeah, that's fair. It's a cost-benefit analysis, if you will. But anyway... I took one for the team. I went there. It was and fine. I didn't hate it. You didn't die. I didn't die. I didn't hate it. We didn't have to wait two hours. No. Nope. Would, I, would I go back of my own volition? No. But if somebody wanted to go back, if somebody wanted to go, I would go with them. If I was just craving cheesecake and I couldn't just order it from my house, you would go with me. Yeah, I'd go. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Well, something that I don't think I have... Well, no. You you got a couple you got a couple other things too. Yeah, um, so we had our little cheesecake factory adventure, um, but I I ate at a couple other places too. So there was there was a day last week, you know, after we had the cheesecake factory, maybe that was a little hard on my tummy. Um, so I wasn't I felt like if I ate something fairly solid that I might throw up. So I was like, well. Some soup sounds really good. Like, that would be good. And um, I started looking around on DoorDash because I was feeling all like, nah, I'm not making anything. And I don't have any soup at home or any noodles or anything. Um, to the terrible grocery store goer. But anyway, uh, they had a lot of ramen on there. So I picked um, some ramen, some tonkatsu ramen, mm-hmm. some pork yeah. tomkatsu uh-huh. um, from Ramen Ye. Ramen Ye? Where, where is that? Uh, Lake Crest Circle, isn't that Beaumont? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in the Beaumont area. Although I saw they might be changing their name. I don't know. On DoorDash, it's Ramen Yay. Um, but it was good. It was it was pricey. It was like seventeen bucks. Yeah, but it was huge. Yeah, I bet you they sent me over a pound of noodles. Wow. And like probably a quart of broth, and it had, um, like some pork in it, which didn't have a lot of pork. And to be honest, I ordered it at eight o'clock at night, so. I wasn't expecting, like, the most luxurious ramen on earth, because I'm sure they were about to close. <coughs> but it was good. Um, the, the broth was really good. The noodles are really good. Um, I didn't get it spicy, because I figured I better play it safe. But it uh, had good flavor. Pork was decent. Came with the uh, bok choy and a uh, soft-boiled egg, and I think some nori and something else in it. But I ate every single bit of it, and, and it made my tummy feel better. Put a little soy sauce down mm-hmm. in there. Well, I like a good ramen. It came with chopsticks, but let's just be honest, y'all. I've tried, and I've tried so many times. I just can't use chopsticks. I use them to a certain point when you get down into the bowl, and then you got to abandon them. No, we went full country in my house. I just slurped it out of the bowl and then used a fork and a spoon. So, say what you will. I have my flaws, and one of my fatal flaws is I can't use chopsticks. Sue me. I want to go to that... Uh, Zudun, Zud. I think it's it's the one that's in Outback, the old Outback on Nicholasville Road. Yeah, I saw that one. I think it's Zudon, Z U D O N. I think that's that's the one. They got the robot that delivers your food to you. Yeah, Yeah. Zundo. Zundo. Yeah, Yeah. I was close. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of different um, ramen places around here these days. So I just randomly picked that one, and it was it was pretty good. Would order again? I went to Atomic Ramen when it was still open in the yep. um the that food barn mm-hmm. that kind of 
ended up dying over yeah. there at, uh, at the summit. Yep. It was good. Yeah, we um, that was actually one of the first interviews we did on uh, Bluegrass Bourbon Eats is we went through the whole food barn <coughs> and interviewed every single person that would talk to us. Oh. And uh, cool. He actually sat down, Dan did, yeah. Dan Wu, mm-hmm. and like talked to us. He took pictures with us. Uh, he was like. Gave us all kinds of cool food. I mean, the food was really good there. I'm just kind of bummed that it, that didn't work out because it was really good ramen. Yeah, so. and th- that food barn, I just think, there's just not enough people that go over there to, to shop, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just, the, the I think it was just not in a good good spot. Truly, I just now thought of this. I feel like if there wasn't Whole Foods right there with a hot bar that's really good, mm-hmm. I bet more people would mi- would have migrated over there. Probably. Or if there wasn't that J. Alexander's, mm-hmm. which is also good. I uh-huh. like J. Alexander's. I like J. Alexander's. Yeah, I like J. Alexander's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had that, and then I decided on Saturday I was going to have a good old-fashioned local Saturday, because we had an away game, so obviously I wasn't going to a game, but um, decided, and I needed to pick up some treats. For an activity, so I went to Blue Door Barbecue. <clears throat> I was um, telling Carrie the other day that I got a wild hair to put stickers on my laptop because it was quite naked and I was tired of it not having stickers on it. I've had it for three years now, so might as well. And uh, one of the stickers I found just hanging out was a Blue Door Barbecue sticker. I was like, I've not had that in years. So I just rolled up in there. You could tell they were freshly smoking the meat too because when you drive into the neighborhood over off of like Walton and all that there was literally just like smoke like all over the place excuse me so I got there right when they opened there was already a line like I think I barely beat the line like someone was in front of me I got in and then like 20 people came in after me Um, but I got brisket and pulled pork and then ranch beans which are baked beans with that ranch seasoning on them and then their creamy slaw because I prefer creamy slaw over a vinegar slaw and then it comes with pickles and onions, and I forgot to say no onions, so there was a big onion fest happening in there. Stuck up the whole house, but it's fine. But it was good. It was a lot of food, <clears throat> and it was like, what, $15, Yeah, the pictures looked really good. Yeah, it came with two different kinds of barbecue sauce. I forgot how good it was. It's that and Red State are mm-hmm. probably the two best yeah. in Fayette County. I've never been to Blue Door because it's so tiny and there's nowhere to sit inside really. Mm-hmm. And you do you have to get there or else they'll sell out. I noticed that like nobody was sitting inside though. So like Saturday, you could have gone inside. They probably have 10 or 12 tables. They're just small tables. Oh, okay. Like only four people tops can sit at a table. Well, they're getting ready to change locations, which is pretty exciting. Oh, where are they going? They're getting ready to go down National Avenue by where the, I guess, cross the CrossFit gym isn't there anymore. Oh. So the CrossFit gym, in case you're wondering, there's Mirror Twin and then there's this giant gravel parking lot or at least abandoned lot that people park in and then the crossfit gym was like right on the other side of that gravel lot it was like a warehouse yeah so they're they're fixing to get a much bigger space from what i read oh that's awesome yeah i think that's really good for them because i know people like rave about their barbecue but i think sometimes it gets a little bit forgotten about if you don't know it's almost like if you don't know or if you know then you know if you don't know you're missing out but you should definitely check that out it's over there in the same area where eppings is and elsid or whatever's there now and mirror twin it's just kind of unsuspecting because it's just a little blue house yeah 
But yeah, it's really good. Would recommend. And it's in town, whereas uh, Red State, you have to basically go to Georgetown. Again. Yeah, you gotta dri- drive out Georgetown Road. Which, I mean, I'll do. And we should go back there at some point, too, because I haven't been there in a long time. But um, but it was good. And then I popped over to the next block and went to La Petite Delicate. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, they have super good macaroons. They have the best macaroons. Or macarons, I guess oh. you should say. Macaroons are something different. We got a fruit tart from there that was so good. Their tarts are amazing. I love the Twix tart that they make. It's a dark chocolate and then like salted caramel on the bottom. But they were out of those. But I got a bunch of macarons for like a birthday thing. But I got myself a cruffin. So it's a croissant made in a muffin tin. But they stuffed them with different things. So they had a berry one, but I ended up getting the banana pudding one. And you just saw a little peak of like banana pudding out the top. So I just thought that it just had a little bit of banana pudding on the top. And that it was just going to be a croissant all the way through. It was full of banana pudding. Like someone piped a whole giant load of banana pudding in the middle of that. <laughs> load of banana pudding. <laughs> <laughs> they, la- they laid my- Oh God, I can't, even- I can't even say it. I can't even say it. This is a family show. Okay? Yeah, it is a family show. Um, it was awesome. Like it had like the cinnamon sugar on the outside. It's got a crazy picture. I guess I need to post these pictures to like Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats or something. I haven't done that in a while, um, so you guys can see them. But it was really good, and their macarons are the best. And the other thing that I did this weekend was take those macarons to a picnic at the Talon Winery. One of my friends was having a birthday, and that's where she wanted to go. So they do jazz music every Sunday afternoon. And come to find out, it's um, high school kids that play the jazz music. And then they're like all state like band members. Oh, that's neat. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then we took like a whole like charcuterie board. We had a giant girl dinner out there basically. Um, and that friend whose birthday it is, she recently went to Paris for her birthday and said that the macarons from La Petite are just as good, if not better, than the macarons yeah. she had in Paris. They're super good. Like Yeah, they're like authentic. Because, you know, John's been all, ever since we got back from Paris, and that's been, what, since 20, 2019. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, it was. And he, he really, really, really liked the, the ones from La Petite, like, a lot. They were really good. Yeah, they're just the right amount of, like, um, like squishy, mm-hmm. but with still being like kind of crispy, a little crusty on the outside. Yeah, yeah and the fillings really are good. awesome. So yeah, check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. but they've got good tarts too, and they've got. I've had their quiche before. Okay, sometimes I like to get their Mother's Day box. It's really good. So that quiche, they had some of it there, and you know I'm a big savory. Love me a good savory quiche, and it mm-hmm. looked really good. It looked delicious. Yeah, I think they sell out pretty quickly. Though, yeah, so. you can only get them in the mornings. And same with the Cruffin, but they had a bunch left over at like 11.30. But yeah, it was a good old-fashioned local weekend, except for the Cheesecake Factory part. Yeah, and again, can't can't say enough about Blue Door and La Petite. Um, mm-hmm. If you like Cheesecake cake Factory, then that's fine. That's on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you know what you're getting when you go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's consistent, if nothing else. <laughs> but we didn't know what we were getting for this week's... Everybody wants to try some food. Yeah, so um, I I meant to come back to this in a couple of months. Like, I didn't want it to be like a monthly thing. Because this is a, what would you call it, a bi-monthly show? Every, bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. This twice, is a bi-weekly. Twice a month. This is a twice a month show. 
so I didn't figure we needed to have a snack box every other week. Right, and you don't you don't want to like start stockpiling them or anything, right? Right, now. and we get the mini ones, and we that's perfect for the mm-hmm. two. Yeah, of us. that's good. So um, I forgot to cancel it for September, and I kept getting emails, and I was like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. I'll do that later, and then it was like your order shipped. <laughs> it's like I don't know what I got. So I had to go look in on the website to see what I got. Turns out it was the, I say the Caribbean. Billy Ocean says Caribbean. Yes. So that's what, that's what um, we were going to we were gonna say. Do you say Caribbean or do you say Caribbean? I say Caribbean. And yes, we had to listen to the Billy Ocean <laughs> song um, before we started recording. And he says Caribbean. Car- Car- Caribbean. Car- Caribbean. Yes. He says Caribbean queen. Caribbean. He like kind of extends that A out though mm-hmm. a little bit in the song. But we, we were sitting here like, does he say Caribbean or Caribbean? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to pull it up on the and YouTube. Then we had to let the like awesome sex oh, yeah. solo go. Heck yeah. Yeah. Peak 80s. Yes. Yeah. It was great. So anyway. So yeah, we got a Caribbean. Well, I'm going to say it. The the southern way i got the caribbean one i guess the southern way probably would be caribbean uh and it's, uh, we're going we're going with caribbean caribbean sounds caribbean is the official hinky pronunciation that's right so it came with a little book <clears throat> a little bit fancier than the other one from india but we got all kinds of stuff in here so it's all in the book and there's a little bit of factoids here the Caribbean, known for good times, tropical fruit, and white sand beaches, the Caribbean truly is one of a kind. With over 7,000 islands, there is no shortage of incredible places to experience. 44.2 million people that live across the 7,000 islands. There's 13 countries and uh, 92,541 square miles, which, I mean, that means all the islands are fairly tiny then. Yeah, they're pretty small. Yeah. I've never been would enjoy going i feel like would go yes um so let's see what have we got here we'll start with what we got there i gotta find that one in the book i have the saint mary's banana Banana chips chips. okay so it says these are the perfect anytime snack these striped banana chips are crispy and delicious with a tropical twist that will take you away to your favorite beach vacation spot so what do you think about those? So not gonna lie, I've almost eaten all of them. You have. I've only had one. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you liked them because you weren't eating them, so Yeah, they're fine. I like them. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they're not a traditional banana chip like we think of banana chips mm-hmm. where being sweet. Yeah. So they don't have extra sugar. They're not sugary. They're at all. they're not sugary they're at all. Softy. They almost taste like a potato chip. They do. I was gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I like I like them very much. Yeah, well feel free. And then we've also got, let's start up top here, some Dulzera snacks. I've got two of them. The first one is coconut and guava, if you want to open that up. So this says, get an instant taste of the tropics with bite-sized treats made from the best fruits of the Caribbean islands. Can't get mine open. Let's see. We have whatever that one was. Guava. Yeah. Coconut and guava. I have coconut and pineapple over here that's open, so I'll try it. But they're just literally tiny snacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not good. a huge coconut mm-hmm. fan, so I won't take a... Mm-hmm. Good. I really like this. I like mm-hmm. this, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I tried the pineapple one. It's a height. I like the mango one. See, I couldn't get it open. Guava. Mm-hmm. Guava. Yeah. Mm, I like guava better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, the guava is better, but they're both tasty. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you like coconut, and I really like, I enjoy coconut coconut a lot. I'm not a huge coconut fan, but those aren't bad. That's like for just mashed up coconut. Yeah, it's good. If that was the only thing I had to eat, I'd eat. Yeah. Okay, now we have the ginger biscuits. That's very. Um, they're just they're ginger snaps. Yeah, they're very British. Yeah, this is all a lot of stuff. So this is National Ginger Biscuits. Yeah, and these are uh, the original Jamaican uh, product. Yeah, yeah. So if you like ginger snaps, those are perfectly serviceable. They're good. I had one earlier. They're they're pretty good. Gingery. Yeah, they're slightly gingery. Yeah, they're more biscuity or mm-hmm. what would you say like hard cookie for American people? Yeah, which we all are. For the most part, I feel like. Uh, the next we have spicy monster paws. Oh, these are spicy. Heck yeah, they are. And these are from Cheesy Bolt. Cheesy Bolts, sorry. Uh, made with real cheese. These crunchy and cheesy corn snacks are made with a blend of spices that will send your taste buds running for the shade. They're pretty spicy. Yeah, I like them, except for that time when I ate one earlier. <laughs> choked to death, yeah. And I started burping as I was swallowing and then. It lit my entire throat on fire. But, I mean, they're very reminiscent of Cheetos. You know, they got a Cheetos vibe going on. I feel like we had a similar product from India. Yeah. In fact, we had the Cheetos product from India. We did. I believe, yes. Mm-hmm. These were, these are kind of a Cheetos knockoff. I think those were balls, though, right? They were balls. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't paws. They were balls. Balls. Then we've got the Devon Chocolate Digestive. Okay, Premium. so tell me what you think that tastes like, because I've ha- I've already had a piece, and I I know what it I think it tastes like. So what do you think it tastes like? Oh, it's very reminiscent of something, right? Girl Scout cookies, no Mm-mm. fudge round. Yes, the key, the, the Keebler. Keebler fudge round. Yes, is that what they're called? yep, ding ding ding. Mm-hmm. Yep, the fudge stripes. Fudge stripes. Fudge stripes. Yes. Yeah, I love fudge stripes. yeah. That's good. that's exactly what I, I I I ate it, and I was like, this is a Keebler fudge stripe, but it's yep. pretty good though. Yeah, absolutely enjoyed. Awesome. And then you had... Well, see, we do the other thing we both had. Yeah. This is the Olay Extreme Ranch. Extreme! Which I really liked. Um, they're more... They look like Cool Ranch Doritos, but they're way more corn chippy. Yeah, they're way more corny. <laughs> it's a corny chip. <laughs> oh, it is. But they're good. Yeah. And the flavor's good on them. Like, the um, the uh, uh, seasoning on them's good. Yeah. Zesty, crunchy, and absolutely packed with mm-hmm. flavor. Excuse me. These chips are so satisfying. Try them on their own or with your favorite Caribbean salsa. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last thing we have on here is something I can't eat because of my various food allergies. Well, it's the last food oh, we have. Oh, food, food, food. So yes. Okay. Last yep. thing, last food mm-hmm. we have is a tiki gold hazelnut flavor. So this is the island-inspired snack. Features several layers of crunchy wafer and chocolate with a delicious balance of sweet hazelnut cream in between. So I'm allergic to hazelnuts. Yeah. So I don't eat them. Um, I've eaten. I've eaten half of it. It's it's really good. I mean, it delivers what it promises. It's it's light. It's uh, wafery and it's chocolatey. Um, it's, I mean, the hazelnut you don't really taste a whole lot of it, mm. but it's good. It's good. Like for a candy bar, it's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. And then we do have a drink. I have not tried the drink. Have you tried it? I drink? just tried it, yeah. Okay, this is the Solo uh, Banana Drink. So, what did you think of it? Um, eh, it's not. It delivers what it promises on oh. the banana flavor. Okay, yeah, For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the color does not invoke banana. It's, <laughs> it's orange. orange. It's very orange. I like it. Uh, I don't think I'm a fan of this one. I'll take it. I think it was a little too sweet for me. And this says, Solo Banana Soda. Yes, banana soda. 
Take a sip. Experience the sweet, refreshing taste and prepare to become a convert. Cheers. I like it. Let's see what else really quickly that they have. Because this was just the mini box. So you can get a, mm-hmm. a large, a regular box or a, I don't remember what the other box is called. Maybe it'll tell us. So in the original box, I think you get all this stuff. Plus chicken chips, which are light and crunchy corn snacks that take the shape of real chicken fries and drumsticks. All coated with a savory and delicious ketchup seasoning. Damn, I wish we'd have got those. That sounds good. Um, Ovaltine cookies. An established Jamaican favorite. These barley biscuits are perfect for anyone craving a tasty snack filled with energy and incredible flavor. You also get the spice bun, made with a special blend of spices to provide a unique flavor. The sweet, spicy taste of the traditional Jamaican bun will be hard to beat. And then you get cherry berries, which are candy. These delicious cereal snack. Oh, I guess it's cereal snack. It is perfectly crisp and packs in an irresistible explosion of cherry flavor in every bite. Try them with milk. You won't be disappointed. And then in the premium box, you get all of that, plus uh, sunshine snacks, cheeses, jalapeno, uh, crunchy corn snacks, smothering so much jalapeno cheesy goodness. Excuse me, that's your fingertips. They look like they just stepped out of a tanning booth. Gross. Um, you also would get the Destilitos Iced Gems. Uh, these sweet bite-sized cookies are perfect for sharing, but we won't blame you if you keep them all to yourself. I can't really tell what that is. Uh, you also get a lunch bar. It's a chocolate bar. Should you eat this peanutty, caramely, crispy chocolate bar for lunch? Maybe not. Would it be the best lunch ever? Absolutely. All right. And then you also get a Bonanza bar. Need a quick pick-me-up? This one's for you. Enjoy a bite of creamy nougat and crunchy almonds wrapped in a generous layer of smooth milk chocolate. You also get the Catch Mint. Uh, another candy bar. First it's crispy, then it's minty. Rich chocolate, then crispy piece rice pieces coat a soft, chewy, minty center. That sounds good. Oh, it does sound good. Uh, you also get a rum raisin chocolate bar. And then you get coconut creams, which are uh, biscuits. Like British biscuits, mm-hmm. not our biscuits. Right. And then you also get spicy Bigfoot, which are uh, big puffy puffed cheese snacks, much like what we had. And then a Nuggle bar. Hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot of candy. Yeah. Tons of candy bars in this one if you want it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the snack, I've not been disappointed with the Mm-mm. snack crate so far. Not at all. When I found out this was the Caribbean box, I was a little bit disappointed at first because I wouldn't have picked this on my own, I don't think. I would have picked the Thai box. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll send that to me the next time I forget to cancel it. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to hunt but for this these. this was good. This was a nice surprise. I'm going to hunt down for these St. Mary's banana chips because they were delicious. Ooh, I wonder if there's like... We have to look and see if there's places where you can buy them. I bet. I wonder if you get these on Amazon, like for real. You You probably could. They were really good, but I really liked. I really liked everything, like snack wise. The drink maybe wasn't for me so much. I like the drink. Um, but I think every all the little snackies we had were good. Yeah, the Olay chips are probably my favorite. It was a quality box. Yeah, I like this box. Thanks, Snack Crate. They don't. uh, They don't sponsor us, but they should. They could if they wanted to. Yeah. All right. Well, now I think it's time for our favorite second. Whatever favorite. Uh, hinky history lesson. All right. So in keeping with the fact that I went to the Cheesecake Factory uh, last week of my own volition. And, and this was your idea. Yes, it was my idea. And did have cheesecake. 
I thought I would bring you the history of cheesecake. Okay. An ancient form of cheesecake may have been a popular dish in ancient Greece even prior to Romans' adoption of it with conquest of Greece. The earliest attested mention, and this is from Wikipedia, by the way, the earliest attested mention of cheesecake is by the Greek physician Agamus in the 5th century BCE who wrote a book on the art of making cheesecakes and I'm not even going to try the Greek pronunciation because I am not Nadia of Antipaxos. I wish I was, but I am not. The earliest extant cheesecake recipes, ex- extant cheesecake recipes are found in Cato the Elders, the Agricultura, which includes recipes for three cakes for religious uses, Libium, Sevillium, and Placenta. <laughs> Of the of the three, placenta cake is the most modern, like the most modern, the the most modern cheesecake. Having a crust that is separately prepared and baked, a more modern version called sambocade, made with elderflower and rose water, is found in Forms of Curry, an English cookbook from 1390. Hmm. On this basis, the English chef Heston Blumenthal argues the cheesecake in is is an in English invention. The English name cheesecake has been used only since the 15th century, and the cheesecake did not evolve into its modern form until somewhere around the 18th century. Europeans began removing yeast and adding beaten eggs to cheesecake instead. With the overpowering yeast flavor gone, the result tasted more like a dessert treat. The early 19th century cheesecake recipes and a new system of domestic cookery (laughs) by Maria Rundle are made with cheese curd and fresh butter. That sounds good. One version is thickened with blanched almonds. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Sarah is also out. Yeah. Eggs and cream, and the cakes may have included currants, brandy, raisin wine, nutmeg, and orange flower water. Everything but the almonds there sounds Yeah. Good. Modern commercial American cream cheese was developed in 1872 when William Lawrence from Chester, New York, was searching for a way to recreate the soft French cheeses. Cheese, sorry. The soft French cheese, Neufastel? He discovered up with a way of making an unripened cheese that is heavier and creamier. Other dairymen came up with similar creations independently. Modern cheesecake comes in two different types. Along with the baked cheesecake, some cheesecakes are made with uncooked cream, cheese on a crumbled cookie or graham cracker base. This type of cheesecake was invented in the United States. So there are some national varieties. Africa has one. Popular in South Africa is made with whipped cream, cream cheese, gelatin for the filling, and a buttered digestive biscuit crust. Okay. Asia, Japan, Japanese cheesecake, which I did not know existed, or souffle style, yeah, or say, cotton cheesecake. Okay. Cheesecake. Actually, I have. I didn't know that was like Japanese. Uh-huh. It's made with cream cheese, butter, sugar, eggs, and has a characteristically wobbly, airy texture. Philippines. The most prominent version of cheesecake in the Philippines is ube cheesecake. It is made with a base of crushed graham crackers and an upper layer of cream cheese and ube halaya mashed purple yam with milk, sugar, and butter. That actually does sound good. Right? Purple yams are super healthy for you. Yes. Spain, of course, gives us the Basque cheesecake. Of course. I did not realize it was created in 1990. I thought the Basque cheesecake was like ancient. I would have thought so too. Like back when the Basque empire was Whatever was a thing. It was created in 1990, 1990 by oh, that's true. Santiago Rivera of the La Vina restaurant in Basque Country, Spain. It's composed of burnt custard and no crust. It achieved popularity online in the 2010s, helped by a recipe published by the British food, food writer Nigella Lawson. Well, they did have Basque cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Yes, they did. Russian style cheesecake is in form of dough ring and filled with quark or cottage cheese. 
And of course, you know, you've got your Chicago style, New York style, etc., etc. But yeah, it's interesting that the, there's other places around the world that have their own variations of cheesecake. Yeah, I'm really interested in the souffle cheesecake. I've seen that on YouTube a bunch. Now that you say that, I have seen it. And it's I guess, really tall yeah. and it jiggles. I guess I just didn't realize that it was like Japanese mm-hmm. cheesecake. Yeah, I've seen a couple people make it too. Um, I don't remember who, but I've definitely seen people make it on YouTube, and then I've seen people go to like Japan and eat it mm-hmm. and watch other people make it on the street and stuff. Um, I really like a New York cheesecake, honestly. Yes, yeah, I do too. Yeah, plain New York cheesecake's good. Um, I really haven't had a cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory I don't like, except maybe one that had <laughs> nuts in it or something. Yeah. Um, that they didn't prominently display or I didn't read close yeah. enough. Um, yeah, it's hard to not like a cheesecake. And I got in like a cheesecake mode, like a cheesecake making, excuse me, mode during, I guess the pandemic maybe. But I got like a little, because you have to make them with spring form pans sure, if you're yeah. going to make them like Correctly, good. yeah, good. Um, but I got like little mini ones, like a little four inch one. Huh. And it's like, I found a little four inch cheesecake recipe and it was really cute and darling and you can kind of like doctor up the mix however you want i mean it's just cream cheese and mm-hmm. eggs and sugar yeah and it's not like it's hard and then you can like add flavor fruit or whatever yeah. yeah um yeah it's like super good and it's not as difficult to make as other ones because you have to do a water bath yeah i was gonna say the water bath but you don't have to do that with the small ones now i'm not gonna lie i do like me a jello no-bake cheesecake now come on <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I had one of those. They're man. good though. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're they're good. Bad. They're good. But yeah, yeah, so so there you go. There's there's your uh, brief, I guess, slightly his- slight history of cheesecake. Uh, interesting to me that it goes all the way back to ancient Greece. Yeah, and uh, when you were saying that, it reminded me that there was another YouTube channel that I had watched before where it's like a like a pretty popular chef like these days in New York. Um, she was making ancient recipes at one point for the History Channel, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, she did one that I think she did cheesecake, and she did like a really ancient, like ancient recipe. recipe. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't come out great because you know most of them don't. Right, <laughs> but you got to eat something. Yeah, at, you know, at that point, it's you got two choices: live or die. Exactly, <laughs> and they were just trying to make their like miserable existence a little right. less miserable. You know, but I'm the, the the one thing that surprised me the most out of that whole whole article was the Basque cheesecake because. I really, honest, because really, honestly, I mean, thought that was more ancient. Yeah, and I mean, I don't profess to know anything about Spain at all. I just know that there's a region in Spain there called is. Basque, the Basque region. region. Yeah, but I just assumed that was something that they would have made in like the 17 or 16th, right? like hundreds, yeah, or whatever, some kind of convent or, or uh, right. monastery or, or something. Like when they were like rebelling against the. Uh, government or whatever they were doing mass yeah they would have made that but no i would have not guessed 1990 spanish inquisition yeah (laughs) that nobody expected because nobody ever expects the spanish inquisition never they were just in there making cheesecake that's what you don't expect that's exactly right but yeah so there you go there you go a history cheesecake Oh, God, that was a lot of food talk. It was a lot of food talk. Um, well, I guess we should talk about what we're drinking. Yeah, because you got the fun new Coke thing. Is it fun, though? I don't think so. I'm going to say no. This is the Coke Zero Sugar Y3000 that we talked about on the last episode. It's co-created with artificial intelligence. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. Futuristic, it says. It's yeah, futuristic the future, flavored. The future. Um, It just tastes kind of like that... Um. What was that video game when I had the whatever the 
don't even remember what it was we called. Had a, we had a space one. Well, I had a video game one on my own. That oh, was like okay. League of Legends or something. Maybe. Um, that one tasted like bubblegum, and this one tastes slightly less like bubblegum, but you tasted it too, and you said it just tasted like Coke. I just thought it tasted like Coke to me. Yeah, I just had a small sip. I didn't have like a huge drink or anything, but yeah, I had enough that like, yeah, it just tasted like Coke, so I guess... There's some if flavor the f- there. future just tastes like Coke, and I like regular Coke, then maybe we'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, it's there's definitely something there, and I'm looking it up right now to see what the people think the flavor is. What is it? Smells like citrus peanut candies and tastes mostly like Coke, is what see, someone just posted. That's like what I'm saying. It, hours ago. I think it tastes mostly like Coke. Um, supposed to see. One CNN reporter said the taste of the new drink has a bold, classic Coke flavor, but softer nuances with notes of butter and caramel. Reminiscent of sweet corn. I didn't get that, but I got Coke. I mean, it's Coke. And I think if you ask yeah. an AI to make Coke, it's going to make Coke. You yeah. know? I mean. <laughs> oh, that was a transformation Coke, by the way. The oh. 3000 one is what someone said, which is what I have. Tastes like the circus peanuts. Okay. I didn't get that. I just got Coke. I didn't either. Hold I just me. got Coke. So, yeah. You decide. It tastes vaguely like sugar and that's not one you have to order or go special it's in the no, store they had so. already had eight million of them at Kroger yeah by the time this episode last episode came out yeah so i got it two weeks ago yeah so, so what are you drinking so um i didn't even think about this to tell you the truth and kind of half remembered that we were doing the caribbean box um but this sounded like really not good because john was going to drink this the other night and then he decided it wasn't going to be good with what we were having to eat and i can't mm-hmm. remember what that was um, and I was like, oh, this sounds bad. I will drink this. And this is the uh, Walmart Fizzy Water Pineapple Coconut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it pairs very nicely with the with the Caribbean box there. But it's not terrible. Okay. I mean, it's pretty coconutty. Yeah. So if you don't like coconut, stay away. Um, I like coconut flavor. It's I don't like that gritty texture. It didn't go flat, so that's a bonus. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, supposedly here on this other, on businessinsider.com, someone said this Y3000... The flavor tastes like a mixture of a bunch of different sodas, but has a sweet vanilla aftertaste. I think everybody's I everybody's going to get something different off of this. That was probably what I would most likely... It did kind of taste like a vanilla Diet Coke or whatever. Um, I was trying to see what people on here thought because I, I saw a lot of things. Um, so some people say it's artificially fruity, like a gummy bear or a lollipop. Aftertaste is more of a caramel, vanilla flavor. Um, people on Reddit said it tasted like yogurt. Someone said it tasted like jelly beans, eh. cherries, strawberries, eh. alcohol. Someone said it tasted like vinegar. It did not taste like taste like alcohol or vinegar or fruit. Um, so yeah, I I guess I'd say it tastes like vanilla. I don't know. It's not worth it. Yeah, and I say it tastes like Coke. And if you want a Coke, just go get a Coke. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're like me, get a Coke Zero. Either way, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's it. Fun show. Good show. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah. Fun times. And if you want to see and hear, mostly just hear, some more fun times, you can uh, check us out. Well, you can see the pictures of the fun times on Twitter and Instagram at HungryandKY. Until, you know, Twitter starts charging us to be on the platform, then um, these, I will not be there. So you'll have to see it on Instagram. But for now, Twix and Instagram. At Hungry and KY. Uh, you can follow the, or you can follow our blog 
at BB and Eats on Twitter and then Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on Facebook and Instagram. You can email me hungryky at gmail.com. BB and Eats at gmail. No, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats at gmail.com. Keep that email alive. And then um, you can find the show every other Wednesday, wherever it is that you find podcasts. And then where do we find you, Carrie? On Twix at GRLS for Sports, on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.